Welcome to the party, pal. The, the Michael Dukes Show. The greed and the entitlement is astounding to me. What more could you want from a low-budget radio program? This is a dumpster fire. That was just BS. It is time to get a new perspective. We know just what you need, and we've got just the cure. Open wide and prepare for a steaming hot cup of freedom. I just don't fathom it. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world. Well, across the world, on that thing we call the Internet, and around the, the state of Alaska on this, your favorite radio station and or FM translator, good morning. It is the Michael Duke Show. Hello, my friends. Hello. How are you doing? You ready to go? It is uh, Thursday, but... Um, it's Thursday, but really it's kind of Friday because, again, tomorrow uh, I will be um, on vacation. Yes, vacation. I know. It's horrible. Horrific. What is, where is my work ethic? Right? I mean, I've already heard that. I mean, people say, where is your work ethic, Dukes? Can't believe it. Never missed a day of work in five, never took a day off in five years, seven days a week, 24 hours a day for five years. Um, well, okay. I'm sorry. You're better than me. I am taking off uh, tomorrow. And of course, Monday is going to be, um, um, Monday is going to be Memorial Day. So we'll be off uh, for Memorial Day as well. Big weekend, uh, lots of stuff to do. I'm trying to get my honeydew list done for the, uh, for the for the whole summer. Right? I'm trying to I'm trying to smash everything that I need to do to get so I can have the rest of my summer free uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's what I'm trying to get done. <clears throat> Just trying to get it all finished and finalized and uh, and everything else. So uh, that's that's the that's the plan. The plan is to get it all done. But that means that I will not be on the air tomorrow, uh, first and foremost, because I will be asleep. I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. So good. So good. And then we'll be returning, of course, on Tuesday, and we'll see what uh, we'll see what life has to offer for us on Tuesday after the big, long weekend. How about that? Okay. So that's the first piece of, uh, of news. Uh, that means that today... Uh, is Thursday. We're not going to have Friday. And you know how I just can't live without a little bit of discussions on firearms and things like that. Uh, and so today is a bit of a smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Uh, we're going to, it's it, headlines. Sure. We'll hit some headlines. Uh, we'll talk about some, uh, news stories. We'll, uh, we'll talk about some gun stories and most importantly, I just thought like, you know, I mean, I was going to last night I was thinking because, uh, you know, I try and plan the show out a little bit. I mean, I don't just walk in here and flick the mic on and start talking. So I was thinking about it last night and I thought, you know, what I really want is I really just want to kind of hang out and uh, uh, do a little chitty chatty. You know, let's just do the around the coffee pot kind of discussion. Um, let's let's. Let's just talk about all that stuff. 
Um, and so I thought uh, what we uh, should uh, what we should do is we're going to talk about guns. Yes, we're going to talk about the stabilizer brace ruling because it's coming up to the it's coming up to the deadline for those of you who don't know. And uh, we're going to talk about some other gun headlines and things like that. But we're also just going to open the phone lines up for any point of discussion. Um, anything. And I, I mean, I really, I mean, you want to talk about uh, your favorite, uh, you want to talk about your favorite pastime, your hobbies, your books, uh, movies, uh, music. Um, what was it? Oh, uh, anyway, a, a bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff. Um, it, it, whatever you want to talk about. I like I said, I this is this quite honestly, as much as I enjoy a lot of my guests, and I mean we do get some great guests on this program, both uh, you know uh, reoccurring and and just one time guests, and uh, something that I work hard on. But sometimes I just love to hear what the average Alaskan is thinking about what's going on in the world, or what they like to do, or. Anything. So, I mean, today is just a let your hair down day. I'm relaxed, just ready to chat about uh, uh, about what's going on. So, um, I would love to hear what you have to say this morning. Feel free. Phone lines are open. Isn't that great? I mean, that's... That's a right there. 907-433-3150. 907-433-3150. If you'd like to call in this morning and sound off and share, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. If you're irate about the, is there a drag show going on in Fairbanks? Is that what somebody just said in the chat room? If you're mad about that, I guess, okay. Uh, I mean, you know, we could talk about that. If you want to uh, talk about, um, I don't know, whatever. Just whatever. We want to say a special thank you this morning out to the folks over there at Satellite West. You can find them at SatelliteWest.com for sponsoring the program. It doesn't matter where you are in the state. Whether you're going to be down in Nanilchik in July, scooping the razor clams for that four-day opening, or whether you're up in Ninana for Ninana Days, or whether you're down at Naknik for whatever they do in Naknik, it doesn't matter. Any <clears throat> any town in the state that begins with an N, you can stay connected with the friends over there at Satellite West for phone calls, for emails, for text messages, and for surfing the internet. They've got the technology. Go check it out. SatelliteWest.com and tell them thank you for sponsoring the show. Okay. Um... That's uh, that's it. Phone lines are open. We're ready to go. I got some headlines. I want to talk about the arm brace ruling, um, but uh, I do have one phone call on hold, so we'll start off over there, and then we'll see what uh, what happens uh, from. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there. All right, that's there. You go. Nine oh seven four three three thirty one fifty. So many screens, so many buttons. Let me push the right one this time, and we'll start off with our caller and see what you guys want to talk about this morning. Good morning. Who's this, and where are you calling from? This is Rattles up in Pleasant Valley. Well, hello, Rattles. How are you, my friend? Well, good morning. Good morning. 
You get up and have coffee. I don't. I get up and have an ale. <laughs> oh, you know what? That is breakfast of champions, my friends. That is breakfast of champions. That was uh, Ben Franklin. Now, look, ben Franklin you got gonna, it. You aren't going to be on tomorrow. No, I'm not going to be on tomorrow. Right? No, that's correct. I All will right. not be on tomorrow I'm or be Monday. On tomorrow. You can tune my program in. Okay. Where where do they find your program, Rattles? www.krff891.com. I come on at 5. Okay. All right. Well, fantastic. They then can... you can tune in and, and I'll entertain you. Oh, well, I'll be asleep. I'll be entertaining myself. But uh... No, this is 5, 5 p.m. Oh, 5 p.m. You said 5 a.m. So, okay. 5 p.m. No, 5 p.m. I'll be on tomorrow evening. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Enjoy yourself. Now, let's talk a little about work ethics here. Okay. Yeah, I, I was raised on a farm years ago, and my father worked for the Reading Railroad in Reading, Pennsylvania. He worked 41 years and only missed five days from being snowed in. <laughs> so he worked seven days a week for 45 years? Is that no, not seven. He worked five days. Five days Monday a week. Monday through Friday. And he never had a vacation day. They never offered him a vacation day. He well, never... yeah, he took vacation when his vacation came up. Right. But, you know, he never missed work. Well, I'm... You know, never missed scheduled work. Right. Um... And he only missed five days from being snowed in. And then his cousin, his name was Herman, he worked in Reading for Data Corporation. He worked there 30 years and never missed a single day. Right. Now, this is the background that I came from. This has been drummed into me. Right. Well, this is, I mean, Rattles, you got to understand that tomorrow is a vacation day. It's not like I'm missing it and I called out sick. In fact, um, I had, I haven't taken a sick day um, forever. Uh, I got COVID and was doing the show when I had COVID uh, and everything else. So, this is an actual vacation day, Rattles. It's not a. It's not a sick day. It's not just calling out. It's a planned vacation. I thought day. vacations when you get two weeks off, you know, in the middle of whatever. Well, you, do you think I could take two weeks off from this radio show and everything would just be fine? See, that's the problem. I can't take yeah. two weeks off at a go. I have to take my vacation one day at a time and turn three day weekends into four, or two day weekends into three. That's how I take my vacation throughout the year, my my two weeks worth or whatever, you know, however much I decide. Oh. So that's how I do it is I do well, it one one day at a time. I don't just take off two weeks because where would the what would the listeners do for two weeks? That's right. So Well there was, I yesterday I was out along the Chena Hot Springs Road okay. picking up some trash and some people pulled over and they were come they were coming from out off the wreck area out there from the shooting range. And they cleaned up that whole shooting range these two people did yesterday out there at 36 Mile on the Chena Hot Springs Road. So that ought to be looking pretty good. Nice, nice. That's community engagement right there. I love that when people do that. I've done that myself, gone to a range and cleaned it up when it was uh, downtime. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the right thing to do. Uh, and, congr- and thank them well, for whoever. You know, some people come out there, they'll bring an old microwave oven and put it out there shoot it up and let it lay <laughs> right i mean i never understood that if i'm going to bring something out to shoot as a target and i have brought things out to shoot as targets old computers and things like that i then go back and pick up all the pieces and throw it away because i mean otherwise the whole thing would just turn into a junkyard why would you do that i mean i understand wanting to see stuff i don't get... know why they do that but yeah i keep five and a half mile of road clean it took me two and a half weeks here the last couple you know to clean that road from from Pleasant Valley store 
up to 18 miles of the dumpsters. Well, I got to go out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday just to keep it clean. Yeah. yeah I had it cleaned up by Saturday, that whole 18 mile. And then yesterday I was out and I picked up half a bag of garbage again. People chucking stuff out and stuff blowing out of the back of people's trucks. Right. And that's pretty bad. And, you yeah. know, and then it's, it goes unchecked. The police don't arrest anybody for littering. I called them and asked about it one time. They had no idea when they arrested somebody for littering. Uh, you know, but if they, they need to arrest somebody once a week, take their picture, put it on the front of the newspaper with big bold letters, litter bug of the week. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, that I think help curb that, but I think yeah, it, what it, is it, it goes unchecked. I think what is it? It's like a thousand. It's, it's like a thousand dollar fine or something, isn't it? Five hundred or a thousand dollars for well, every... some signs say five hundred, some say a thousand. Right. I mean, they ought to make up their mind. Well, make up their mind one way or the other. But yeah, I have seen people that just arbitrarily driving down the road with stuff blowing out of their truck, and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe having one thing blow out as an accident, but when you're when you look like the Pied Piper throwing stuff is just flying out of your truck as you're driving down the road, maybe you should secure your load. You know what I mean? But I'm with you, Rattles. Oh, hey, between Seekins Ford there and Farmer's Loop, that turns into the, the worst big sty you ever thought about. Looks like a ticker it tape goes parade. on and on and on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate uh, I appreciate it. Thanks uh, thanks for calling in, Rattles. It's good to hear from you. And, uh, and uh, one, one time I, I had a big old TV, mm-hmm. and I took it outside. I plugged it in. That thing was on. And I took my shotgun and gave it a blast. <laughs> well, that was fun. That it, <laughs> but then I had to clean up the mess. <laughs> they see, that's the problem. That's why I've only shot things a few times because I will clean it up. But it's such a pain in the butt to clean up all that stuff. I'd rather just shoot targets at that point. So, um, all yeah, right. That picture tube just goes into fragments. <laughs> oh, yeah. It goes everywhere. All right, Rattles. Well, thank you, my friend. It's good to hear from you. Appreciate you calling in this morning uh, and sharing your thoughts. Uh, 907-433-3150. Hey, look at that. We're up against the break. So whatever you want to talk about this morning, I'm okay with that. I mean, political stuff or non-political stuff. Um, I mean, it could be, so last night I was dyeing my hair and Johnny, did you see Johnny? Oh, man. I I mean, I have no idea what that is, but if you want to talk about that, that's why I'm here this morning. We're hanging out. It's the Coffee Clatch, the Schmargishbird edition. And I'm going to talk about the pistol brace discussion and more. That's all directly ahead. The Michael Duke Show. Common sense, liberty-based, free-thinking radio. If you missed the show, you can listen to it on your time with Dukes On Demand. Oh, and it's free. Like America used to be. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing this morning? Boy, you guys have been chatty. Chatty Cathy's this morning. You're all chatty cappies. Um, okay. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm all the way back at the beginning now. Good morning. Uh, good morning. And uh, what's the first thing you think of when you hear Klondike drag? Well, I would think of a drag race, but apparently it's something else. 
Uh, Kevin, any word from the governor about what the Senate did, not giving you ample time to review, uh, to which Kevin replied, I saw a reply, he doesn't usually get involved in legislative maneuverings, uh, which I think is a mistake in this part, but there you go. Um, <laughs> what was that? Jerrica's like, she's a land baron. Had a fun time winning a ton of in-game currency on my virtual land app last night. If you don't know, I'm the virtual mayor of Houston. Soon I will be the virtual mayor of Palmer as well. <laughs> she's, she's becoming a land baron. <laughs> Do you want an invite link to your virtual land app? Um, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, I'm still going forward here. Um, all right. Our tax dollars are playing are going to pay for the Klondike drag drag show at the Carlson Center. Oh, okay, I don't. Hmm. Uh, good morning, Master Dukes. Enjoy your time off. As far as the Karens and Todds that are whining about it, their opinions don't pay your bills. Go take a break. I'm gonna take a break. It's gonna be good. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's see. Um. Donna says, Kevin, most governors are very involved in the legislative maneuver maneuverings. I mean, especially when we're talking about a complete and total abrogation of process. And as Mike Shower said yesterday, what I think is something that's probably blatantly unconstitutional. But, you know, hey, what do I know? Um, uh, yes, the machine gun shoot. The Alaska Machine Gun Association has their weekend shoot in Anderson this week. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Um... Uh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Richard says, 5 p.m. This is to Rattle's whole show thing. 5 p.m. Get up in the morning, lazy. I used to walk 20 miles one way to in the snow to school, barefoot, uphill both ways. Um, Rattle's is a lot of fun. Don't, don't let him get you down. Um, let's see. Um... Man, Mike must have made the algorithm. Uh, I must have made the algorithm angry again. Third day in a row with notif noti no notifications for Facebook and me having to dig through to find the show. It's probably because I put the word firearm in the headline this morning. I normally don't because, you know, algorithms and truth and all that stuff. Um, okay, still going. Um, uh, uh, let's see. I'm sorry. Kelly's Kelly's <laughs> Kelly knows who rattles is. I don't take anything that rattles says personally just because, and then I mock him back because that's just how it is. He's uh he's an interesting cat. Have I seen John wick four yet? No. Oh, I am so excited. I might just do that this, this weekend. I might just go ahead and I might just go ahead and buy it on DVD. Uh, because I've, I've got the other three on DVD. Why not that one? Um, but I, I was going to go see it at the theater and they, something came up and I don't know. I haven't seen a movie in a theater in like four or five years now. <laughs> I must, I be, all these damn kids in their movie theaters. Who needs that? I've got one in my home. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel these days. Right. I mean, I'd love to see the big Avengers movies or the John Wick, but I can't be bothered. I just make my own popcorn and watch it on my couch. That's how it's going to work for me. 
All right. Um, anyway, I, uh, anyway, I, I haven't seen John Wick 4 yet. Is it good? I, is it, I mean, I hear good things, but I just, and now they got the new one, the ballerina. Ooh, the Anna D.R. Moss one. I'm all about that. All right, here we go. Let's jump back into it. The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. What the hell's an assault weapon? You know, if we could just figure out how to get all of the murder guns and the attack guns and not keep selling those to people and just sell protection guns, I think that would be great and solve a lot of problems. Does this mean that if we hurt your feelings, you'd consider the Michael Dukes show Assault Radio? (laughs) Okay, we can live with that. Here's Michael Dukes. Well, that's right. No murder guns, only protection guns. That's all we talk about on this show. Uh, Just the protection kind. All right, welcome to the Thursday edition of the show. And this is kind of like the Thursday slash Friday edition of the show because... Because I'm going to talk about some gun stuff as well. But the phone lines are open to talk about anything. If you want to continue to talk about what happened in the legislature, you can. You want to talk about some national madness, the debt ceiling, okay, we can talk about that. You want to talk about John Wick 4? Anthony just Anthony just put a post in the chat room that says, Have you seen John Wick 4 yet? It's available for purchase on Amazon Prime. If you haven't seen it, I'd wager that that movie has the most brutally accurate representation of what it would look like if you got into a gunfight with dragon breath rounds. Which, if you don't know what dragon breath rounds are, they are shotgun rounds that basically they're it's a flame-throwing, like a thermite charge. I mean, when they when that thing goes off, literally the end of your shotgun looks like a dragon, you know, just horfing out a huge amount of flame. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to talk. I mean, I have not watched John Wick. Uh, in fact, I have not watched. We were just talking about this in the chat room. My wife and I used to go to the movies quite frequently, like maybe once or twice a month. This is when we had the younger kids and everything else. I mean, we did that frequently. Maybe it was just to get out of the house. I don't know. But I realized that it was probably even before the pandemic, because what, we're three years now, right, post-pandemic? I don't think I watched, I don't think I went into a theater and watched a movie probably for almost two years before the uh uh, before the pandemic. So I haven't actually been inside of a movie theater in like four or five years at this point. And I don't, it's, it's not, I don't know. I love watching the big Marvel movies on the screen, right? The big, the big action flicks, the John Wicks, the science fiction, Star Wars, you know, those I think, you know, can be really a maverick, maybe Top Gun, still haven't seen that. Um, but I don't know. It's just something about why are you guys giving me a hard time horfing out a bunch of horfing out a bunch of flame? I made that word up right on the spot, and you guys are criticizing me. It's not horfing. It's spelled with an H, not a W. Horfing out a large bout of flame. You guys, do you not understand that this show, I create the English language on the fly? Uh, anyway, movies, uh, I don't know. It's just I've reached that age where sometimes I feel like I'm that grumpy old man. You kids in your damn movie theaters, I just don't. I've got one at home. Why do I need to sit around with you people? And, you know, I just like to eat my own popcorn. I like to, if I want to pause a movie so I can go pee. I mean, you know, those kind of things. 
You know, plus I don't want to have to, you know, take on the tax debt of a small third world country to be able to go in and watch a movie. Right? I mean, it's sure it's just me and if it's me and her, you know, it's 20 bucks to get in and then it's another 30 bucks for the concessions. And then, ugh. like I said, I mean, first thing we did during the pandemic was our TV was crapping out. So I bought the biggest TV that I could get. Because I knew we were going to be spending some time indoors, baby. And it was the best thing ever. So, um, all right. Um, sorry, I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> horfing. Uh, yeah, we're going to want to avoid using the W on horfing out because that's a, that's a whole new, that's a whole different type of definition. All right, let's uh, continue on here. Uh, it is uh, Thursday, but it's Friday. It's Thursday. It's Firearms Thursday, plus open line, open forum, plus any topic you want to talk about, including your movie watching habits, if that so tickles your fancy. Let's go over here. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Good morning. It's James in Fairbanks. How are you doing this morning, Mike? Good, James. What's on your mind? Well... Yesterday's shower power of hour really powered me up with venom and vigor. Okay. I really I really am right there with Mr. Showers. It really just disheartens me to the core. I've had family members fight and die for the flag of this nation and this is just appalling. The that it happened, that the citizenry is letting it happen, that for Christ's sake, our legislators are doing this against the citizenry will. Now, like I said the other day when I called in, we got to get the legislative body to the road system. Otherwise, this is going to keep happening and happening and happening, and there's not a darn thing anybody can do about it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, look, James, I cannot disagree with that at all. In fact, I couldn't agree more. We need to have the legislative uh, session on the road system so that people could show up and stand up and shake their fists and have exactly. their public testimony and do that kind of stuff. Otherwise, how, how, yeah. Otherwise, how does Mr. Smith go to Washington when yeah. they have the biggest moat in the world around them? Yeah. But they're happy down there, James. That's why they, I mean, that's why the legislature has fought back so hard. Uh, you remember when they were going to move it to Willow? And then there was this huge hue and cry yeah. from they were going to move the Capitol. They were going to move the session. They were actually going to move the Capitol to Willow. And there was a huge hue and cry. And there was a bunch of machinations behind the scenes and and a bunch of uh, folks, uh, uh, including Steve, uh, uh, I can't remember his name, one of the legislators. He came up with this metric where it was going to be a billion dollars to move the thing. And I mean, it was just, uh, you know, they 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 keep they whatever they do, they yeah, they do not want to leave the glass bubble of Juno. They don't want to leave that and go out into the realm of the public because they know what would happen because they'll be accountable. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Now, some people would say, well, they've held a couple things on the road system and nobody's come. People have come out. I went out. I know that Randy talked about driving down to I Anchorage went. to go out. Look. It's the difference between spending a few hours in the car or spending $2,000 to fly to Juneau and stay overnight and maybe get to be heard or whatever. The average person could do that, especially when 85% of the people live on the road system. That would make, I mean, it makes a whole lot more sense than having it be in some bubble, uh, some island, some, you know, 
place where you nobody can get to, it makes more sense. But that's why they will always fight against it, James. Yeah. Well, thank you for your show, Mike. I'm a steady listener. You have a great day. And I a appreciate it. You bet. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thank you for uh, calling in this morning. Um, all right. 907-433-3150. 907-433-3150. Whatever you want to talk about today is the day to uh, – today's the day to talk about it. Let's uh, Let's – Let's get it going on. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit here about um, uh, let's talk a little bit here about the ATF's uh, pistol arm brace ban, registration ban, whatever's going on. So according to new rules that have been issued by the ATF, all owners of pistol stabilizing braces, that's what they're calling them. If you have an AR pistol um, that has a stabilizing or an AK pistol, if you have a rifle-based pistol, essentially, that has a arm brace on it, a pistol stabilizing brace, which is not technically a full stock, right? It's supposed to be able to go over the, your forearm and either be strapped or sit there on your forearm so that it stabilizes the pistol. It's a pistol brace, right? Um, they just arbitrarily decided this is now by, by the way, this is after years of this, they estimate, I've seen estimates from two to 4 million of these pistol braces have been sold across the country. All right. Two to 4 million of these things have been sold. The ATF after, after years of saying, oh yes, legal. Oh yes, legal. Oh yes, legal. Decided, oh no, no, they're not legal. Now they're not legal. Sorry. That's, that's how it works. And you now have until May the 31st to um, to 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 uh, to comply with a new law. The new law says that you should permanently remove or dispose of or alter the stabilizing brace in such a way that it cannot be attached. That's how the actual rule reads. But interestingly enough, <laughs> Uh, ATF Director Steve Dettelbach got up in front of Congress earlier this month and said, uh, oh, no, you just you just you just uh, we made we wrote the rule to make it so easy to comply with. If somebody uh, just at their home detaches the weapon from the brace and keeps them apart, they don't have to register anything. They just can keep the brace. They can just keep the business end of the gun. But that's not what the rule says. I mean, the, that that this is a whole pro, this is a whole problem. The ATF has a has a, a theory or a policy called constructive possession, meaning that if you own pieces and parts that could theoretically be built into a machine gun or an NFA item or anything else, that you essentially possess such an item. Even if the pieces and parts are 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 different, but Dettelbach got up there and basically said he's trying to mollify the Congress members uh, by saying, "Oh, all they have to do is just uh, do this." Now we're on top of this, right? We're gun people. We are following this stuff, but that's not to say that all three or four million owners of these pistol braces are all super gun people who are keeping up on the laws. They may not even know. I mean, the mainstream media is hardly covering this whole thing on the pistol brace issue, right? 
And so how many hundreds of thousands or millions of gun owners are potentially going to be felons on next, what is it, next uh, Thursday? How many of them are going to be felons next Thursday because they didn't remove their pistol brace from their pistols? And maybe they followed the advice that they saw in the news clip from Director Dettelbach. I mean, is that going to be a defense in court? Well, I saw the guy say under under sworn oath before Congress that I could just remove it and put it away. They could be kept apart and you don't have to register anything. And the, of course, ATF knocks on your door and says, whoa, con- whoa, constructive possession. You have the brace and you have the pistol and you could put them together at any time. You may have just taken them apart when we knocked on the door. We don't know. So constructive possession. I mean, we've seen people be hit with constructive possession charges for a guy has a shop. Uh, 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 I remember there was a case. This was years ago, but same kind of thing. The guy had a case. He had a he had a shop where he had extruded tubing. And I don't remember if it was aluminum or metal or steel or whatever it was, but he had tubing. He had frost plugs for engines and some other things. And they said constructive. You're making suppressors. I mean, there was no evidence of that, but they. Because you have those things, suppressors. I mean, what? Just, just what? But that's that's what uh, that's what it's. Yeah, I mean, it, this stuff is. You cannot make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. So you have until the thirty first, and even though, um, even though uh, the AT the ATS director said, all you have to do is just separate it. The law says something completely different. You have to permanently remove and dispose of. It's not or, it's and. Remove and dispose of. Or alter, meaning deface, break, destroy, cut up, the stabilizing brace such that it cannot be reattached. But, I mean, who who do you listen to? Do you listen to the written law or do you listen to the director of the ATF under oath in front of Congress? Now, there is some good news on this front. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and we're going to talk about this when we come back, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has just issued an injunction uh, in part against the pistol brace ruling. Now, unfortunately, the in part thing is is the is the rub on this and we're going to talk about that here uh on the other side all right we're going to return don't go anywhere the michael luke show common sense liberty-based free-thinking radio uh it's any it's the smorgasbord day any topic is fair game movies politics knitting i don't really know anything about knitting so if you want to call in about that you can but i mean i won't be much of a Not much of a sounding board here on that part. Video games? Yes, I'm your man. Fine whiskeys? Yes, I'm your man. Uh, Good movies and music? Yep, I'm... All right, you get the picture. Whatever you want to talk about, The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty Base, Free Thinking Radio. Broadcasting live through a series of tubes. Allowing all of these entities to provide streaming stuff going on on the the, the internet. Well, it's kind of hard to explain. Sorry. 
Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. Oh, man, for such a small crowd, you guys have been verbose this morning. Let me go scroll back to where it was. Uh, John Wick 4. Okay, that's where we are. Um, YouTube doesn't give notification either. Uh, Bill, quick question. Have you rang the bell? Have you rang the bell on YouTube? And what I mean by that is next to the subscribe button, there's a little bell. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to talk to you like you're five. I'm just saying in case you didn't know, uh, for notifications. If not, it's very possible that they could be squirshing me. Squirsh. That's also a new word for today. Squirshing me. Um... Okay. Um, I swear I lose brain cells, says Jerrica, every time you play that sound clips. Well, you mean the murder gun sound clips? As a single woman, you feel a little unsafe. And so I'm exhausted because I've been gun shopping. And I went into the store, and the guy was like, Yes, ma'am, can we help you? And I said, Well, yeah, I... I came to the gun store for a gun, but I I would like to buy a protection gun. And um, he's like, okay, and he was kind of laughing at me. And I said, I don't want a murder gun. I want to buy a protection gun. And he looked at me like I've been hit with a stupid stick one too many times. And he said, ma'am which really made me feel old but he was like ma'am all guns are the same and I was like no they're not and he was like yeah they are and I was like no they're not I watch the news and I know that there are guns that attack people and there are guns that protect people and I would like the protection kind of gun and um, he was not real helpful and so I bought a pink one because pink's like feminine and I thought well that's probably the safer bet because there's more (laughs) crazy men than crazy women in the world and actually I'm not sure that is true and I can take that one back until I can be sure Um, but you know, if we could just figure out how to get all of the murder guns and the attack guns and not keep selling those to people and just sell protection guns, then I think that would be great and solve a lot of problems. But someone's going to have to educate the people selling them because <laughs> he didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, uh. That clip, ne- that clip never fails to not tickle my funny bone. <laughs> that thing's like ten years old now. Oh, because <laughs> there are more stupid men. There are more crazy men in the world than there are women. Oh, wait, maybe I need to think about that for a minute. Uh anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to play that whole thing just because that is the most hysterical. <laughs> Rick said that's the first time you've heard the whole thing. 
I don't know why that just that got me going this morning. <laughs> Man, that's not how it works. I think you're wrong. They're all the same. No, there's mer I bought a pink one because because pink is feminine and there's less crazy women. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh god ah <laughs> oh, oh oh man <laughs> that is just so oh man <laughs> oh the thing is, if you watch that gal's other videos, she's just normal and everything else. Uh, post a link to that clip. I I have to go look it up again. I actually I actually ripped the sound off of it here a few months ago, and I don't remember where it's at. It's on YouTube. Just put up protection guns on YouTube, and you'll you'll find the the link to it. Oh man, <laughs> sorry. I just spent four and a half minutes listening to that clip and laughing. But uh, we got to go. <laughs> the Michael, Michael Duke Show, Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. Oh, oh, that just, I could be triggered at any moment to have another bout of hysterical laughter. It's all good. Here we go. Jumping back into it. Uh, like and share, like and follow. Do it all. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh that last break <laughs> was something else. Oh. We uh somebody said that they feel like they get dumber every time they hear that liner about the gal talking about protection guns and so I just played the whole thing. Uh and uh I don't know what it is, but boy it tickled my funny bone this morning. Uh, hysterical laughter for a solid two minutes. I just don't, uh, I needed that. Apparently I needed that in a bad way. Laughing so hard. I'm crying here. Uh, all right. Well, welcome back to the program. It is, uh, the Michael Duke show and it's the Thursday edition, but kind of the Friday edition as well. We've been talking about, uh, politics and gun stuff and movies and everything else. It's open line, open form. So if there's anything that you want to talk about, we'd love to hear what you want to say. Uh, Scott says, how about talking about the unicameral legislature monarchy? Certain ordained legislators running the whole show. Sure. Scott, you want to call in and talk about that? Um, I would love to hear what you have to say about that. Uh, I mean, I've had my say this whole week. I really, I mean, literally... 
pretty much this whole week, I have been talking about nothing else. And uh, I don't know what else to do about it at this moment. So maybe I just needed that laugh to kind of relieve some of the tension of wanting to just, you know. Um, I'd I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, Any topic is fair game this morning at 907-433-3150. 907-433-3150. We'd love to hear what you have to say. All right, so I'm uh, I'm over talking about the um, pistol brace decision from the ATF. And how director of the ATF, Stephen Dettelbach, got up in front of Congress and said, well, all you need to do is just separate the two and then you're good. Although that's not what the law says. Uh, And then there is the good news that the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has now issued a partial injunction on the pistol brace ban. Um, The good news is, is that they issued injunction. The bad news is is that the injunction is limited to only the plaintiffs, meaning the people who filed the lawsuit. They're the only ones that are allowed to hold on to their braces while the whole thing goes to court. It does not apply to the Fifth Circuit at all, in the country, for sure, but it does not, uh, 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 does not um, um, apply to the rest of the people in the Fifth Circuit Court. It only applies to the plaintiffs. So, Kind of a partial victory, but both GOA and the Firearms Policy Coalition issued statements saying this is a move in the right direction. Remember, the Fifth Circuit also was the one that issued the uh, injunction against the uh, bump stock ban, saying that was unconstitutional as well. So I think you're going to start to see some of this pushback against um, some of this pushback against uh, the ATF in their varying ways of basically redefining what a firearm is or what a what a brace is or what a machine gun is just this arbitrary we decided this is not you know this is legal no it's not this is legal no it's not yes it is no it isn't yes it is oh we can't decide uh this is all going to be part and parcel of that so but remember you have one week from today one week from today if you have a pistol brace to figure it out because now, again, Dettelbach said all you have to do is separate it, but the law says you have to remove and either turn it in or modify it so that it cannot be reattached, meaning take a chop saw and chop the end of it off or whatever. Oh, man, politicians. Can we go back to laughing again? I'd like to go back to laughing. All right, let's go over to the phones and see what you have to say. 907-433-3150. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Terrence calling from Fairbanks. Good morning, Terrence. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, um, on my way into work, appreciate you talking about this stuff and keeping us abreast of it. Um, I just, I was recently introduced to GunsAlaska.com and uh, want other people to know about it. If uh, local people have been using Alaska's list uh, to, to list and, and sell firearms and purchase them, um, I know there's been some frustration. Uh, so gunsalaska.com is another alternative. I just want your listeners to know about it. So it's like an online posting platform for people who want to buy, sell, to a swap and trade firearms. Is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I've used it with success. Um, people are responsive and, and the ads are current. 
So <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's always the problem. Uh, uh, that that's always the problem is when the ads are not current. You go on a site and you're like, oh look, it's all good, but you realize that the ad was from two years ago or something, right? I mean, that's part of the problem. Right. Well, I've run into that um, with Alaska's list. Okay, so Alaska's Alaska's guns, Alaska guns. Uh, gunsalaska.com. Well, see, there you go. Gunsalaska. Uh, I'm just log- I'm just going to alaska.com. Okay, I'm going to it right now. Who knows? Maybe we can get them to sponsor the All right, show. Cool. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for calling in and joining there us. There you go. Right now. Thanks, sir. All right. Um, Guns Alaska. Guns Alaska. Look at that. They got all kinds of listings on there. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what uh, what we can come up with. All right. That leaves uh, one line open at 907-433-3150. We're down to the last uh, few minutes of this hour. And uh, we're going to continue. Now, no Willie Waffle this week, which is kind of a bummer because I like, I really enjoy talking with Willie about movies. And we may, maybe we'll do our own entertainment review uh, at the end of the show today. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do. We can't replace Willie, but we could be a facsimile of Willie, maybe. How about that? We'll, we'll jump in and, uh, we'll jump in and do that. Um, and uh, maybe we'll talk about movies and streams and entertainment uh, at the end of the show today. So if you're in the chat room today, feel free to throw us out some uh, some viewing recommendations for the streams for the final hour of the show today, for the final segment. I'll do, a, I'll do my own little entertainment review, which will be completely slanted and biased, I guarantee you, uh, because I don't watch... House of Cards. I don't watch political dramas. I don't watch, you know, uh, 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 police procedurals because there's enough of that in real life. When I watch stuff, I mean, it's fantasy. It's science fiction. It's things that allow me to take a break, right, from from reality. Uh, so anyway, um, but feel free to make suggestions in the chat room or even call in this morning to discuss those kind of things. All right, what else we got here? Um, uh, here there's an interesting piece in uh, The Daily Cause, which if <laughs> The Daily Cause is really trash. But, you know, they have a piece in there uh, where they talk about the fallacy uh, in, in, in the most snarkiest terms. They talk about the fallacy of the phrase, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. And they start off, first of all, they call it a smug myth. Okay? A smug myth. I mean, these guys, oh, man. Uh, and here's how they feel about people who may go forth armed. This is, what, this is how they think that you and I, who have carried a gun in public, concealed carry for years, done all this stuff, this is how they think of of us, right? This is what the Daily Cause says. They hide behind cynical platitudes and specious logic and cling to the NRA's caustic fantasy that the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. These armchair Rambos dream of that critical moment when they will stride in like John Wade onto Danger's Main Street and with a clean and fatal shot, bring peace to the outlaw town. That's, this is, 
I mean, these guys are just like, I could not, the most hyperbolically laced, I mean, paragraph that I've, I mean, this is what they think that we do. We sit back in our armchairs and we stroke our beards and we're like, oh, someday, someday I'll be able to march out on the streets and just kill someone with impunity and be a hero. That, I mean, that's what they, this is exactly, but the whole thing is they're saying this, this whole thing about if guns are outlawed, only owls have guns is a smug myth. I got to tell you, it's not a smug myth. It's a truism. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that on the other side. Plus, we're going to take some phone calls and we're going to talk about, we're going to do our entertainment review at the end of the show today. I'm I'm all about that. <sighs> Hour one in the can. My God, five minutes of laughter. I needed that this morning. I didn't even know I needed it, but now I feel lighter. I feel like a feather. I feel so good. The Michael Duke Show, Common Sense Radio. <laughs> this article, man. This article. Um. Oh, I'll post this article up in the chat room so that you guys can see this. Um, there you go. All right, whatever you want. Uh, let me go back here. Uh, okay, everybody, laugh therapy, laugh therapy, protection guns, didn't bring it up, okay. Baking ideas, says Harold. Sure, Harold, you want to call in and talk about baking ideas? Feel free to, man. Again, I call it open line, open form for a reason. It's not like I'm going to say, well, I was willing to talk about anything except for baking ideas. I mean, I don't care. Um, uh... I pulled a, I pulled jury duty when I got the summons. I jokingly remarked to wife number one, who likely ignored me, uh, that it would be more enjoyable if I got a firearms case, and I did. <laughs> I'm interested. To, I'm, I'm inter Tell us more. Tell us more. Um, Mikhail says butchered one of our coon coon pigs the other day. Thirty pound hams, seventeen racks of ribs, seventeen pounds, thirty pounds of lard, red marbled meat everywhere. I can't recommend this heritage hog to any small holding farms. I can't recommend this 30 pound ham. I thought I was a glutton for punishment when I cooked a 25 pound ham. That was the biggest ham. I found this ham. This is a couple of years ago. I always do like a Christmas ham. And I was like, I, I always, I was wanted more ham. Right. You know? And so I went out and I found a, a 25 pound whole ham. And I was like, I couldn't fit the damn thing in my, I have a, like a roasting pan that I use for these. I couldn't hardly, I mean, 25, 30 pound ham. Holy cow. Wow. How much bacon did you get out of it though? That's my question. How much pork belly, bacon, rasher? I mean, oh, he can't recommend it enough to 
small holding farms. Oh, remember who was in charge when the pistol brace ban was passed? Yeah, again, the same guy who wanted to ban all the bump stocks, right? And so people forget that. They totally forget that. Well, he'll save us all. Oh, Trump will save us all. Except for he will disarm us all and do whatever the populist, the most populist position is. He's not your savior, guys. He's a politician, just like anybody else. He talks a little differently. He says things a little differently. But a lot of his policies are is as dangerous or even more dangerous in some cases than the other side. It's That's part of the problem. Again, hate on me all you want, but that's the truth. Um, all right. Um, I don't even know. Um, guns Classified Network. I'm just looking here. Um, oh, they like do this across the country. I see. Prescott, Arizona. Interesting. Um, Jeannie just said that the NSA is all over that Guns Alaska uh, website. <laughs> She's like, they, they're just looking for, I don't know, maybe. Um, it's apparently is a nationwide effort where it's a state-by-state -state website, but they have a nationwide backing. So. Uh, anyway, um, I've got one, I got one line on hold. Let me get the name of this caller before I continue to pontificate and, uh, or bloviate, whichever you prefer. Let's go over here. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Yeah, good morning. This is Willie out here in Quinnahawk. Hey, Willie, can you, uh, hold the line, my friend? I'll be right back to you. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, you uh, you hold still there. Let me go back. I'm still reading through the comments here. Um, okay. Um, I thought the feds couldn't enforce their gun control laws here. Is that just another law with no teeth like a statutory PFD? No, they could still, they, there is no, this is not a sanctuary state in that regard. Um, but, I mean, yeah, most of those laws, I mean, I helped write, author one of those laws. And, yeah, they defanged a lot of it. Uh, no willy waffles. I could volunteer to be Polly pancake and call in and talk about video games or something. Hey, my friend call in. I'm here with you. I am here for you to talk about that. Um, <laughs> Brian just said, I keep forgetting it's just Thursday because you're talking firearms. Oh, I must recalibrate. Uh, my favorite word emulate. Um, it's kind of Friday, depending on where you work, holiday weekend. Like anybody is really, like any of you people is really going to get, um, any of you guys is really going to get any work done tomorrow on the Friday before a Memorial Day weekend. Okay. I mean, like any, like I didn't, I don't even really worry, have to worry about my, on the radio station side because man, nobody wants to talk to you on a Friday before Memorial Day. They're already checked out at 9 a.m. They're just cleaning off their desks, getting ready to go. Nobody wants to set up appointments or do anything or talk about stuff. That's insane. Nobody is, you know. <sighs> I turn off the radio every Friday before that movie guy comes on, says Willie. Well, your loss. I mean, that's fine. You, It's a free country. I enjoy it. Um... Let's see. Uh, I smoked pork butt last weekend. Um, was it hard to get lit? And did, did you have any effects from smoking that pork butt? I'm just asking for a friend. Um, 
Yeah, you know, you're going to run it nonstop this summer. I expect I expect a special care package delivery, Tyler. If you're going to be smoking all weekend, all all summer, I expect a yes tribute. Um, okay. Um, quantifabloviations, pontificating, pontifabloviations. It's a new word. Here we go. The Michael Luke Show. Buddy, put that thing back in its holster. We haven't gone anywhere. I don't understand. Check out the MichaelDukesShow.com for information on how to get access to the podcast. The Michael Dukes Show. I have two guns, one for each of you. Welcome to the party, pal. The, the Michael Dukes Show. The greed and the entitlement is astounding to me. What more could you want from a low-budget radio program? This is a dumpster fire. That was just BS. It is time to get a new perspective. We know just what you need, and we've got just the cure. Open wide and prepare for a steaming hot cup of freedom. I just don't fathom it. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world. Yep, across the world on the internet at MichaelDukesShow.com, where you'll find, well, everything. Podcast links, uh, the stream, links to our social media where we simulcast the radio show, all that stuff. And uh, it's uh, it's good stuff. Also broadcasting live across the state on plain old regular terrestrial radio. My favorite, quite honestly. Uh, your favorite radio station and or FM translator is carrying this show. If you're in Anchorage, why don't you call the local radio stations and ask them why they're not broadcasting this show in the morning? This would be a show that they would enjoy. Um, all right. Uh, coming back up to hour two. This is, I, I keep wanting to say it's Friday. It's my Friday. Because I am off tomorrow, and I am off on Monday. It's a four-day weekend for me. So we're doing some firearm stuff today. We're talking about that. Uh, we're actually, it's a, again, a smorgasbord. We're doing anything you want to talk about. Open line, open forum. Somebody said, can I talk about baking recipes? Sure, feel free. You want to talk about video games? I'm down with that. You want to talk about whatever? I mean, we've pretty much said everything that there is to say so far about the end of the session and the attack on the process and the un constitutional madness that's going on in Juno. But if you got something else to say about that, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to listen. Willie is out in Quinnahawk, out towards Bethel, out in the bush, listening to us there over the interwebs. Let's see what Willie has to say this morning. Good morning, my friend. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning. Well, I thought maybe, uh, like you, I was pretty well wore out with the legislative process it's ended. <laughs> yeah that's bad news but let's talk about a few things that most alaskans don't even think about if you live in there on the rail belts and you're all geared up and you're thinking about the long lines driving down to the Kenai to dip fish or try to catch a fish out here we're still talking long and hard on hunting this is a whole brand new hunting season out here and we got lots of different guns we really like using and uh, the big ones that's going right now is uh, Seal and Walrus, and the guys are having a heyday out there right now. I mean, 
you can't walk into a home around here in western Alaska out in the bush that doesn't have gallons of seal oil in a freezer. And it's dinner time. There's a plate hits. Everybody has a little plate, and seal oil goes in the plate. And uh, you have dried ptarmigan, dried fish. Uh, it doesn't matter. They put it on rice. Yeah, seal oil goes everywhere. It's a main staple. And the way they the way they shoot seal is we the river opened up, and now we can get out with our from from our river out into the bay out here right. before they were having to drag the boats on sleds you know a couple of miles out across the the shelf ice to get to the sea now they can get out there and all the the ice is pretty well dispersed out there there's still lots of ice out there coming down it comes down between um Nunavak Island and and the Hooper Bay point out there on the on the tip of the state and it flushes right into the top of the Cusquim Bay and this is where we're hunting but uh the seals the guys really like 17 caliber uh, the H- uh, HMR-17, the is that 17. what you're talking about? HMR-17? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. There's a terrible feedback in here, so if I'm a little slow or something, <laughs> bear with us here on the feedback in the radio. But, uh, yeah, they really like those, and the reason they like them is they can hit a seal in the ear and the bullet doesn't come out the other side, doesn't put big holes in the, in the hides anywhere. In fact, uh um, they they like hunting wolves and wolverine with them too because it goes in one side a little tiny pinhole and it explodes inside and and kills whatever it's after and never comes out the far side damaging first so 17 caliber is very popular out here but they have other they have other techniques because you have to be pretty you have to be pretty spot on with your shooting if you're riding in the front of a boat in the ocean and you have the waves and banging into ice and seals ducking up and down you that's pretty that's pretty hard little target as a seal head you know so a lot of guys like uh, like shotguns with buckshot. That's real effective, and it kind of gives the the less the lesser snipers a little better chance, you might say. So we have a lot of seal coming in, a lot of seal hides hanging on the sides of buildings right now. Um, seal oil. Women are making seal oil every. Uh, Big pop bottle you can find in the village has been washed and flushed, and especially the sports drink because it's got a wider mouth on the top. Those are favorite seal oil containers. Then we can get into the walrus, and I'm telling you, the guys have really got some nice walrus. I'm I'm white, so I'm not allowed. I don't even go out in the bay. I don't want nothing to do with it because the feds, if I'm in a boat, even if I'm doing nothing but filming, it can make one heck of a one heck of a problem. So I stay long range from seals and walrus. I just have to watch from the beach and go down and listen to the stories. And, and it's kind of disappointing in that living out here and everything. But it's it's a it's a native only deal. But the walrus is uh, pretty much the same gun they you know thirty odd six two seventies even. 223 sometimes on them, but um, pretty much big game rifles on the walrus, and the sweet spot is right at the base of the skull. 
And when you dump a walrus, I'm telling you, two guys dump a walrus on an ice floe out there. Time they fill a 18-foot lund boat up, that baby doesn't have have much tree play on the sides. It pretty well loads you up yeah. with meat, and so there's a lot of walrus meat. Walrus meat is very dark, very red, um, very gamey. Um, it's I can eat it, but it's it's something that's more like you need to be born born with, you know, eat your entire life. Same with seal. Right. And they're both seal a, oil. They're both seal an acquired oil. they're both an acquired taste at that point, right? I mean, because they're they are very, very strong flavored uh uh meats. Uh and and of course we're not exposed to it usually because again it is only a native only uh uh hunt uh to be able to go out and, and do that. Yeah, exactly. Muted. They're very, they're very strong, fishy tasting, and uh, the meats, because that's all they're eating is is mussels and fish, you know. So, you t- I guess you taste like what you eat. So there you have it, you know. But the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that clear out here, you know, everybody hears about power cost equalization, PCE, and the da 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 fuel. Well. Where we live right out here in Quinnahawk on the coast, which is about you know, a little less than 80-some mi- miles, 84 miles, I think, by air. I keep forgetting. Straight south of Bethel, um, right on, and we're right on the edge. Bethel's like 60 miles up, up the Cusquim River from the coast, so it's different from us. We're right on the coast, and we have no wood. We have willows, and all winter long, the guys think nothing at adventure in 100 miles, and they do it every day and go 100 miles just to go into to get to the mountains where they have big trees because we have mountains alongside of us, but there's no trees on them. Um, you got to go way, way back up towards Bethel to even get into the trees, and the mountains are quite a distance from Bethel too. So it's wood is a is a real kick in the butt. So while they're out hunting now, what we have with the ice bowl and this year is an exceptional year because you have a lot of flood water on the Cusquim right now, which means the water's up and over the banks. So all the years that those trees have been falling all the way from the back of Mount McKinley, Mount Denali, whatever you want to call it. That's where our river originates in in the top of the Swift River up there, the top of the Cusquims, all right in the backside of um, Denali National Park. So theoretically, I mean, it probably never happens, but theoretically, you could have those huge timbers from National Park right in you guys' neighborhood floating all the way out here to the Bering Sea. And so the guys are out here riding around in their boats, whatever kind of boats they have, and they have chainsaws in there, and any tree they see floating, any log floating out there is fair game. And, and the guys are full tilt right now gathering wood. And, <laughs> I mean, they're bringing home cords of wood. You know, they, they keep working at it, and you see cords start actually stacking up. Man, cords, of, cords of wood from the ocean. That's a harvest from the rivers and the oceans that you never expected to pull cords of wood from the ocean. Yes, um, you know, and this is just stuff that people that 
I talk to my friends. You know, I've lived in the state since '77, and I'm um, ten years on the Copper River, and then in '87 I moved out here. And my friends across the state, they never think about all this. They just think, well, the hunting season's over. Well, the hunting season just got over for geese and ducks when they come in the spring. I mean, the guys put in a lot of time shooting ducks and geese and putting them up in the freezers for the year to to eat on you know i mean it's fresh meat we have we have no stores that have fresh meat you don't buy fresh meat out here in these villages everything is frozen and it's come from who knows where you know nobody knows but uh yeah it, it's the gathering season out here right now so our hunting seasons are rock and roll we have guys on bear duties in villages right now because the kids are out of school and so they have wandering bear patrols to keep the kids safe and that'll go all summer long just to keep the damn brown bears out of the village and uh it's it's a different lifestyle and i thought well we've all been hearing about politics maybe a little something different this morning well, I mean, I so love what yeah. I had to report. Well, Willie, I love that because, I mean, again, it gives us a better perspective of for those of us who haven't lived in the bush. Uh, it gives us a little bit of a better perspective on life out there. And, yeah, I'm sure that the PETA people were immediately screaming about the hunting and everything else of seals and walrus. But, I mean, they're good and they're strong and stable populations. And historically, this has been the subsistent hunt for those folks out there for eons, eons. And, they're, yeah, they're used to it. It's not something that you and I necessarily would eat because maybe we're not used to it or not exposed to it or not raised with it. So, But I love to hear the stories about everything that's going on. I had no idea about the hauling the logs out of the rivers uh, because of the lack of wood. It makes total sense now that I hear it, but that's just not something that I even anticipated. Um, and that's it's a fascinating it's a fascinating peek into what it's like to live in a uh, in a super rural area. Most people in the United States would be like, "What? What are you doing? Well, how are you living out there?" That's a tough thing, and um, I I love hearing about it, Willie. So I appreciate you sharing your stories with us this morning. Thank you so much. Well, good morning, and yep, you keep up the good work, too. I tune in, and for everybody out there listening, I do YouTube. I like YouTube a lot better because I, it allows me to click and move around my phone. It, there's a little – your show pops up in the corner, and so I can listen to you, and I can do whatever I want, else I want to do on my phone except go to videos or something. But I get a more every morning I get a 6 o'clock alarm goes off, from YouTube um, saying Michael Duke shows on, you know, and it stays there until I give it a flick and send it off the side of my phone. Well, good. Well, good. I appreciate that. Thank you for giving us a heads up on that. Willie out in Quinnahawks, just south of Bethel. Thank you so much for coming on board this morning and sharing your, your stories with us. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, yes, you're welcome. And good morning, Alaska. Good morning, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, that's just cool. I mean, to hear those stories and to understand. First of all, God love them. I could never live in a place that didn't have trees. I don't know what it is. I mean, I love the ocean. Don't get me wrong. But I want to see a place that has trees. And so I, I know I look at some of these places, uh, you know, Anaktuvik and, and uh, you know, Quinnahawk and some of these other places where it's just 
There's not a single. T- it. I just look at it and go, ooh, man, that's like a lunar landscape. I don't know if I'm ready for that. But, man, people have been living there for a thousand years and uh, and loving it and prospering. Good for them. Good for them. But interesting stories. It's great to get a different perspective on that. So thank you, Willie, for uh, coming in and uh, sharing that with us. All right. Uh, we got one final segment, or no, we got uh, two segments left. The last one we're going to do, I think we're going to do a little, we're going to try to attempt to emulate Willy Waffle. <laughs> Willie's not here this morning because it's not Friday, uh, but we're going to uh, we're gonna talk a little bit maybe about entertainment and streams and that kind of stuff, just because it's fun. Maybe my favorite shows or what you're watching. Um, and we'll take some calls. All the phone lines are open till the end of the show today. So wherever you want to do, you want to call in 907-433-3150. Feel free to call in and talk about it. Tell us stories like Willie did or your favorite entertainment stuff or whatever. It is just open line today. Um, I guess we'll continue after this. The Michael Duke Show, Common Sense Radio. Running on 100% pure beard power. Oh, also some coffee. We dip our beard in coffee. Ha, <laughs> nice beard. The Michael Duke Show. I love that. I, I love hearing about uh, that kind of lifestyle. That is, uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to live that lifestyle, but it's interesting. I mean, it really is. It's an interesting, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, again, self-aware enough to know that that would just not be something that would be fun for me or fulfilling. I enjoy, I enjoy the qualities of living in a society where I can go buy my meat or turn my heat up with just a turn of a knob. I like that. I mean, it's just, and I, you know, full-heartedly admit that, uh, but is, uh, it's good stuff. Willie doesn't have a YouTube channel. He was saying my YouTube channel watching the show. So it's interesting. Um, so, uh, let me go back up here, see what you guys have been talking about. Uh, well, Cypher and, oof, um, Cypher and Jeremy have been going back and forth on, uh, DeSantis. Oof. Okay. Uh, HMR is fast. Yeah. 17 HMR is super fast. I mean, it is a good little round, too. I mean, it will, I mean, it is flat shooting. Oof, man. Um, Sandy says, seal and seal oil is not wonderful. It's super fishy. I mean, if, but that's, if that's what you're used to, then that's, you know, they put it on everything. He's, you know, I, I've, I've had friends that have talked about this. Yes, they put it on everything. Probably not to my palate, but, you know, interesting stuff. Um, Let's see. Yeah, subsistence hunting in their subsistence gifts powered by subsistence outboard preserved in subsistence. Quite the privileged class. Well, what would you suggest, Willie, that they basically – this is another Willie. You just suggest that they basically go out there and don't use any of the modern amenities to do their hunts? I mean, that means you can't drive a four-wheeler into your hunt or fly an airplane in or take a boat. you got to walk or hoof it or take horses. I, I mean, it's that's a silly comment. I mean, if they want, you know, if they can get it and they can afford to do it, more power to them. Um, 
Living in the bush can be hard work, says Lynn. We pulled logs out of the river during heavy flooding on the Kuskokwim and I lived in McGrath. Yeah. I never I had never considered that, that you would use those high floodwater seasons to harvest all that lumber. I never even thought of that. Um <laughs> bad joke of the day. So a seal walks into a club. Ooh. Um uh, wood, uh, wood, wood from the river dulls the chainsaw blade because it's full of sand and silt. Yeah. If you ever tried to cut driftwood, uh, or anything like that, you understand that. Um, um, Tyler says, I'm usually on Twitch, but I come here for the chat room. Wish more people would move to Twitch. Twitch has got a lot of good features on it that, uh, but again, it's a, it's a, it's a fairly niche, uh, streaming service um it, it but it does have a lot of cool features uh that if you are strictly on twitch you can really take access to because i'm using Streamyard to broadcast it over three different things my options are a bit limited because i don't have everything uh, there but twitch is definitely kind of a cool platform uh kind of a weird platform to have but i'm not the only talk show or political show on twitch there are more out there it's very interesting uh, but yeah, Twitch has got a very good interface from that. Um, uh, let's see. You should get Captain Josh Pack, uh, Patkatek on to talk about whaling, says Kevin. I mean, I'd love to talk about it. It's a, it's a fascinating, again, it's fascinating to see how the, you know, the other half lives, so to speak. Um, uh, lots of wild food around Anchorage. I used to have the PETA mentality to an extent until I had the opportunity to go out fishing then observe seal otter hunt with a native friend. Once you hear the rest of the story and learn the ecology implications and the culture, it definitely has potential to change your perspective. I do not have the desire to eat any of these things. However, I have an awesome trapper hat harvested from seal and otter. Cool. Cool. Seal is, uh, seal skin especially is super cool. Okay. Um, we got to go. Uh, we got to jump into this. The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. All the lines are open. Whatever you guys want to talk about, now's the time to do it. Well, it's just a fun Thursday. You know, it is. It's just a fun Thursday. Now, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. All you people who are looking at me with disdain and saying, I can't believe you're taking off Friday. Like, you're going to get any work done tomorrow anyway. Really, most of you. I mean, some of you will. But not, I mean, come on, folks. Who is really going to be doing work at full throttle on a Friday before Memorial Day? Right? I mean, that... <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to feel useless. I, I'm at least honest enough with myself to say, I mean, I could be here Friday, but it's not like my head is in the game and I'm ready to go and not, not like any of the customers or clients or, or you know, anybody's going to want to talk to me. So why not just 
go get stuff done and enjoy what little outdoor time we have for summer. Uh, I mean, last night it was beautiful. I was here at the house last night. The sun was out, blue skies with some high clouds, and and it was just beautiful and sunny. And I woke up this morning, and it looks like Kodiak. <laughs> Cloudy, rainy. What is that? What is that? That's some crazy stuff. That is some crazy stuff. Um, let me, uh, I got a, I got a, oops, that's it right there. Um, feel free to, uh, uh, feel free to give us a call this morning. Um, uh, if you'd like, uh, just give us a call at 907, uh, 433, uh, 907-433, uh, 907-433-3150. I'm I'm trying to t- I can never type and talk at the same time. I don't know why. I don't know why I can't do that, but somehow I can't uh I can't get that going on. Okay, um boom. What are we going to talk about for this segment? Well, the last segment we've already decided is going to be entertainment. We're going to try and pretend to be Willy Waffle. <clears throat> and uh and we're going to we're going to see what what we're going to see what we can see on the entertainment and preview front. Um, I don't, there's just nothing else. I mean, we could continue to talk about, I guess I'll talk about this because I started to, and then we hit the break and then I never came back to it. So this whole, this whole article at the daily cause talking about if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. Now, again, the snarkiness of this whole thing is just so absurd, but let me just point out how true it's not a fallacy because it's true, right? So you could look at this phrase two different ways. You could look at it as, well, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns, meaning that the honest, lawful, law-abiding citizens will say, yes, your law is just and your law is right, and we will turn over all our firearms, and we will do that. And then only the outlaws, only the bad guys, only the criminals who, by the very definition of their name, don't follow the law. Only those bad guys will have guns. That, that, that's a, I mean, that is a truism. Absolutely. That, that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> the, the, the daily cause goes on. The solution to gun violence includes expanding gun reg- regulation. But when the reasonable person says this, because only reasonable people, I mean, we're reasonable if we suggest it. And he said, the fanatic hears gun grab. So if you disagree with reasonable gun registration or expanding gun registration, uh, you're a fanatic. The fanatic hears gun grab. To complete this straw man fallacy, the gun absolutist whines, if you make guns illegal, the only people who will have guns will be criminals. The gun lobby thinks that this is a compelling argument. It is not. It is both a truism and absurd. It's a truism because if you make something illegal by definition, anyone possessing it is a criminal. And it's absurd because no serious politician has proposed banning guns. Well, except for any ban. uh, I mean, an assault weapons ban is a gun ban. Uh, A a pistol ban is a pistol ban. A magazine ban. I mean, there's so many holes in this argument. I don't even know where to begin. But here's the thing. Yes, it's a truism. If you make something illegal by definition, anyone possessing it is a criminal. But, you know, when you hear that, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. Many people think, well, yeah, I mean, if if we just 
you know, this is why we can't do this, because then only criminals will have guns and us honest law abiding citizens will be will be at their mercy, which is true. That's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. The other way of looking at it is that the laws being unjust and unconstitutional have now taken law-abiding citizens and created a whole new class of outlaw or criminal because they refuse on the basis of constitutionality and the and the right to self-defense and everything else. They refuse to comply. So that's the other half of this is that the government is not there to protect us. The government is there basically creating a whole new class of criminals out of people who would normally be law abiding because they do not want to become victims because they understand that human nature says that the criminals aren't going to under aren't going to listen to the law anyway. And at some point, it's the whole rather be judged by 12 than carried by six routine. Right. I'd rather I'd rather have to face that and be alive than have to basically roll over wet on myself and just become a victim because I did the right thing and was lawful and disarmed myself. I mean, it's a phrase that can take, can be taken both ways. And I've always thought about it from the second point of view. How bad is a government that creates a criminal class out of its own law-abiding citizens simply because they think that they know better? You should go out and read this article from the Daily Cause. I mean, it it is they are so they are so they are so uh I don't know, snarky. This this whole thing is just snarky. Um so it, you can go out there and read that. Um just go out and and take a look at it. Uh, phone lines are open. I got a couple lines on hold. 907-433-3150. Let's go over to the phones right now and see what you guys have to say. What you want to talk about this morning. Anything is fair game. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Ron from Casilla. I just got a quick message. You enjoy your day off tomorrow. I don't hate you for taking off and you deserve it. I'll miss you. Well, I don't hate you. I appreciate that. I don't think Rattles hates me either. I just, I think it's funny that, you know, it's, it, it, you know, oh, you can't. I mean, I know that a lot of people love the show and they use the show in the morning as part of their routine. And when I stop or when I take a vacation, it throws off your morning routine. I understand that. I understand that. But uh, like you said, sometimes you got to recharge, yeah, right? Yep. And I, also, I, I, I love it when Willie calls in. Whatever he's got to talk about, he's always interesting. Yeah, Willie brings a whole new perspective to the show, especially those of us who've lived in urban Alaska for most of our lives, uh, you know, or all of our lives, and haven't had the experience to go out there and do that. It definitely is educational, that's for sure. All right. Well, thank you for uh, sounding off this morning. I plan to, and I will take your directions, and I will enjoy my time off. Thank you so much for calling in. Very good. Bye-bye. All right. 907-433-3150 over here. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Good morning, Michael. This is Ron in North Pole, and I wanted to back up a couple of callers when we were talking about the absence of trees on the landscape. 
Sure. And he spent sure. approximately five years in a treeless environment. It's not so much the absence of the trees, but the way the absence of the trees makes the man-made structure stand out. Well, that's true. It probably makes it look a little, if you got a town or a few buildings in a copse of trees or surrounded by copses of trees, it probably looks a whole lot different than just buildings standing on a flat, open area with nothing else in sight, right? It, it, it did, in fact, take me a while to adjust to it. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, and but anyway, I, I'll, I'll leave you with that. And you, hey, have a great vacation. Uh, well, I appreciate that, my friend. I mean, I can't imagine. I imagine that it looks weird and all that. But to me, I love trees. I love the, you know, there's just something about that part of nature and a forest and and whatever that I just love. And so to me, that would be the hard part. I mean, even, yes, it would be weird to see it without, but sometimes I just want to go stand amongst some trees. You know what I mean? And it 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 would be weird for me not to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Given the choice, I'll take the trees. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Some people just don't have a choice. All right. Thanks. All right, take care, sir. All right, thanks, Bye-bye. Ron. I appreciate it. Uh, 907-433-3150. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say this morning. Again, any topic is fair game. I am, I'm ready for this weekend because I'm going to rejuvenate from – you know, this whole madness of the legislature. I don't even know what we're going to talk about next week because now, you know, now that the legislature is not in session, there's no changes coming. We're stuck with what we got until next January, essentially. So we're going to have to do some deeper analysis and talk about some different things. I've, um, yeah, Duke's the tree hugger. Exactly. I do. I like trees. I, I think they're they're beautiful, especially when you burn them and they keep you warm. I love trees for that. Um, but there's just something about a forest that I just, I don't know. I find peace in there. I don't know what, I find peace there and I find peace on an ocean staring at the beach or the surf coming in. Uh, or even if I'm up on a bluff or whatever, just feeling that. I, I don't know. It's one of those things. Um. It's just one of those things where I where I feel it. Uh, yeah, so speaking of upcoming stuff in the coming weeks, I mean, we're going to be talking with folks. I still want to tackle the uh, subject of food security um, because I think it's important here in the state of Alaska. We got a, we got a thumbnail um, that was just it was it was it was OK, but it was unsatisfying in total because it really didn't go much deeper. Uh, when we talk to Andrew Jensen from the governor's office, uh, I want to continue that. I do want to talk a little bit more about preparedness. Um, interestingly enough, I was able to reach out and contact the owner of uh, Atlas Shelters. His name is Ron Hubbard, and he um, he uh, builds survival shelters, tornado shelters, uh, uh, wine cellars, uh, uh, gun vaults, bunkers. He builds all different kinds of things. And he's got uh, Atlas Survival Shelters. If you've seen him on YouTube, he's got some very interesting designs. And I was actually, I was able to reach out to him and and get a hold of him. And I'm thinking about having him on the show just to talk about uh, the thing. I I think that would be interesting. Um, Yeah, I mean, like we could do the What If Wednesday. We used to do a segment called What If Wednesday. What if there was uh, a flood? 
What if there was a hurricane or massive earthquake? What if there was a zombie apocalypse? What if there was a crash of the dollar, the bird flu, the, the nuclear, global thermonuclear war? I mean, we, it was the what if, right? And how prepared are you for whatever eventuality it is, whether it's a, you know, cessation, uh, it's a, a dirty bomb attack on the port of Seattle, and now we're our shipments are from the lower 48 or cut short for a while. Are you prepared for that? I mean, it's all kinds of different things. But I, I thought maybe we should do that, and I thought Ron would be an interesting guest uh, to have on from Atlas Survival Shelters because he deals with this stuff for years. Um, um so I don't know if that's something you would, it would interest me. I don't know if it would interest you, but it would interest me for sure. Um, but uh, there you go. 907-433-3150. We'll think about some other topics. I'm still working on a list of Alaskan authors. Mark Cameron is helping me put together a list of Alaskan authors. I want to talk to more folks around Alaska. Oh, and I want to talk about uh, the clamming season. We haven't talked about that yet either. I was going to touch on that story, and I forgot. So there you go. All right. Time to take our final break. We're going to come back. I'll talk about the clamming story, and then we'll do some entertainment stuff. How about that? The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense. Liberty-based. Free thinking radio. Good Thursday to you. If you missed the show, you can listen to it on your time with Dukes On Demand. Oh, and it's free. Like America used to be. Streaming live every weekday morning on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Yeah. What if Wednesday making a comeback? I'm in. Yeah. I always, I always enjoyed that. I always enjoyed doing a little bit of, and I know a lot of people poo-poo it, and it's like, oh, it's, it's like listening to an episode of Doomsday Preppers. You know, again, here's, this is what I always found ironic. Uh, remember, I'm the grandson, great-grandson of a old sourdough gold miner, right? Somebody who hiked up the Chilkoot Trail, came up, went into the interior, Went, you know, whatever it is, a hundred and something miles north of Fairbanks up onto Eagle Creek and American Creek and had a gold mine. And, you know, their idea of going to the store was like a two week trip back and forth to Fairbanks with a sledge to try and haul stuff back and forth. And so, I mean, I come from a perspective of just kind of be self-sufficient, be prepared, be ready for anything, you know. Uh, have enough food on the shelf to last you months just because you need to. I mean, it's just, it was kind of a mindset. And so when I first started, you know, when you first started hearing about, I don't know, sir, this had been in the early 80s, I think, uh, when there was, you know, the first thing about, oh, survivalists and all oh, the thing. And, all. and I looked around and thought, what is that? What is a survivalist? What is the, and the more I read about it, I'm like, well, that's who we are. Um, that's what, that's how you make it <laughs> in Alaska, right? I mean, this is, this is just who we are. I mean, my parents always had a, a bunch of food on the shelf. I mean, months worth of food. My grandma, I, I tell the story, my grandmother, uh, who lived in a condominium in Fairbanks, was in her 80s 
late 70s, early 80s, when after my my grandfather passed away, and you'd go to her house and you'd open up the pantry, and it was a condominium, so it was just like this little pantry in the kitchen, um, and it was just stocked full of food for one person who probably didn't eat more than a bird. Why? Because that's just that's just a, a it's just the way it was. That's just how she was raised. But I love talking about that kind of stuff because, I mean, quite honestly, how many people who are even just in this chat room go to the store multiple times a week to pick up groceries for dinner? I mean, maybe not a lot of you. Um, you know, maybe not a lot of you. But uh, <laughs> if if you do, then maybe you should think about, well, what happens if you go to the store and there's nothing there? What are you going to eat then? That's the question. <laughs> but are you a real Alaskan? I don't know what that means, Brian. I don't know. what What is a real, I mean, what do you mean? Are you a real Alaskan? Um, so much for letting the audience lead the show. I, anybody can, I mean, I've taken topics from the chat room. I've taken phone calls so much for you actually reading and listening, I guess. <laughs> oh man. Um, going back here. Uh, let's see. Um, I wish we could talk about whether or not the balanced budget is a good thing or not. Randy, 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 balanced budget is a good thing, but you know, you miss the point intentionally, I think at some point, uh, Jeannie says she likes the idea of what if Wednesday, um, let's see, read one second after by William Forsyth. Fortune. I've actually had him on the program. I actually interviewed him after I read that uh, book. Um, I had him on the program to discuss it. It is, it was quite interesting. Um, when I buy something canned or dry, I always buy two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Two is one and one is none, right? I mean, that's kind of the, that's, you know, that's what you got to do. Eating fresh is better. Well, sure. Eating fresh is better. I love eating fresh. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but sometimes for the long-term aspect of it, um, then there you go. Rice and beans store for a long time. The lady gave, whoops, the lady gave you a hard time about being a real, which lady? Did somebody give me a hard time about being a real Alaskan? I mean, I don't know why they would. There's not many people. My children are fourth generation Alaskans. My grandmother was born in a log cabin with a dirt floor north of Fairbanks. My family's been here a while. Now, not as long as many others, but as far as, you know, fourth generation Alaskan kids in this day and age, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, uh, I go to Safeway once a month, says uh, Amy. I don't need a lot of food. It's just me and two Pomeranians. Well, there you go. That's exactly the point. Uh, all right. We got to go. Um, okay. All right. We got to go and jump into it. One final segment, The Michael Duke Show. Common Sense, Liberty-based, free-thinking radio. 
Like it, share, like it, follow, do all that stuff. Ooh, I'm ready for the weekend already. How am I going to get through work today? Here we go. Public enema number one. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, enemy. Public enemy number one, which makes more sense. On the other hand, he's a little bit of a pain in the... Uh, Michael Duke show. What do you mean I'm a pain in the... What are you talking about? I don't I don't understand. Uh, hey, welcome back to the program. One final segment for today. Again, a reminder, I am off tomorrow and Monday for the big four-day weekend. For me, four-day weekend. Uh, we're going to leave on a higher note today. Uh, Tyler says, uh, uh, games and movie talk, streaming, we need an upper for the last segment. Well, here's your upper for the last segment. Um, the upper for the last segment, the good news, for those of you especially who historically or have always wanted to go out and do some clamming. For the first time in nine years, personal use clamming is going to be allowed on some beaches along the Cook Inlet's eastern shoreline. But you only get a few days. You only get four days. July 1st through the 14th, or excuse me, uh, July 1st through the 4th, uh, the sport and personal use razor uh, clam fisheries will be open. You can get your haul. You can harvest up to 15 clams per day, according to the Department of Fish and Game. The harvest area is limited to the shoreline mostly south of Nanilchik. Uh, it basically uh, starting three miles north of the mouth of the Nanilchik River near Lehman's Point, all the way down to the Homer Spit, although most of the clamming actually is closer to the Nanilchik area. Now, the last time that you were able to go out and get razor clams on the beach in the Cook Inlet for personal use was in 2014. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, uh, surf fluctuations, and the uh, habitat is just not as stable as it once used to be. The Ninilchik area also had a really strong winter storm back in November of 2010 that kind of decimated the clam population. But Fish and Game said that right now they've cited a count of over 322,000 adult clams, which they say is 35% above the abundance threshold to open the limited fishery in the Ninilchik area. So it's, uh, it's good news. They're predicting five to 10,000 people may show up to do this. Uh, I won't be one of them, unfortunately, but it sounds like a lot of fun. So if you like clamming, mm, baby, the Ninilchik clamming uh, fishery is going to be open for personal use July 1st through July 4th. So it's it's good stuff. Okay, um, final segment today, talking about entertainment, uh, movies, uh, things you're watching, uh, some good stuff on uh, on the streams and everything else. Um, oh, by the way, don't forget, I, speaking of upper, don't forget, next Thursday, we are a week, officially a week, from National Donut Day. Uh, next Friday, sorry, next, not Thursday, but Friday. Next Friday is National Donut Day. No, it is next Thursday. Sorry, next Thursday. I had to look at a calendar. National Donut Day, and I would be remiss if I didn't say that your friendly neighborhood radio host would love to be showered with uh, donuts. <laughs> National Donut Day. Oh, 
man, I could go for a donut right now. The maple covered, the the donut, it's got the maple glaze, the maple frosting on it with the bacon embedded in the maple frosting, a maple bacon donut. All right. Uh, sorry. Anyway, that was just a side note. Side note, next Thursday, National Donut Day. Don't forget. June. Oh, I'm sorry. I was right. It's I suck so hard right now. June the 2nd. Sorry. Isn't that's why I kept thinking it was Friday. June the 2nd is National Donut Day, but I will take donuts on June the 1st. Don't 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 think that I won't. I will take donuts on June the 1st. But next Friday, June the 2nd, National Donut Day. Um, it's also good to mark your calendars for the other ones. National Jelly Filled Donut Day is on June the 8th. National Cream Filled Donut Day is on September the 14th. And National Buy a Donut Day is on October 30th. Those are important holidays. I hope you're putting up your Donut Day lights and, you know, trimming the Donut Day tree and doing all that stuff. But those are important holidays for us to all have and jump in there. Okay, so what have I been watching here lately? Um, no gloom and doom talk is the best we don't want it we don't want a positive segment we want it to we want it to uh we want doom and gloom oh gloom and doom um so what have i been watching lately on the uh, uh on the streaming service uh as i've mentioned several times i am not one to watch kind of the true to life dramas like or the political thrillers i know everybody's going on and on right now about succession which again i could care i mean house of cards i, I don't even care about house i just again i see enough political intrigue in the headlines and on the drudge report every day i don't want to i don't i just don't even want, i'm not interested in that now that being said i love me a good thriller I love, uh, uh, you know, like an espionage piece or whatever. Um, so there's a couple new shows that um, that are up. One is called uh, The Night Agent. Uh, the Night Agent, uh, which is really, really good. Um, and uh, it, it basically is a... Uh, CIA, FBI kind of intrigue uh, thing that is just, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun uh, and very enjoyable. Uh, I, I think that one's on Amazon Prime. Um, and then parallel to that is, an, is another one called uh, The Recruit. And it's labeled as a comedy drama about a fledgling CIA lawyer who gets caught up in a dangerous game of international politics. He's a lawyer, but ends up acting more like a field agent, but it is funny. It is a, it's a, it's hysterical. It's got some very, very funny moments, very much laugh out loud, fun stuff as well. That one's on Netflix. If you haven't watched that, that is a, uh, that's a really good show. And of course, you know, the, the end all be all at this point for those kind of shows are Jack Reacher I mean, so Reacher and Jack Ryan; those are the two shows that are kind of like the, uh, that are the uh, the bookends of some great shows. Uh, Tom Clancy's uh, uh, Jack Ryan and the Reacher program, which are it's Lee Child's basically Reacher series on television, and it was very true to the book. By the way, for those of you who haven't 
watched it or didn't watch it, true to the book. But once you consume all that, uh, what else are you watching? I actually went into the Wayback Machine and uh, decided it's been a long time since we watched it. And I really remember enjoying it when I was, uh, when Terry and I, I mean, this is 20 years ago. Uh, we started rewatching Alias, uh, which was a CB, uh, ABC show with um, um, Jennifer Garner uh, and uh, Bradley Cooper was in it and, and some others. But um, that's been a lot of fun. Although, ironically, um, I realized as I watched this show, uh, one of my other favorite shows is The Blacklist with James Spader. I realized how much of The Blacklist... I don't want to say that they were ripping off Alias. <laughs> I don't want to say that. But there were so many similarities in certain... Th I mean, it's like somebody watched the Alias and then wrote their own show based loosely around the flame, the framework of a lot of the plots of these shows. I mean, it was... It's really like... that. not that exactly what happened in, in Blacklist? Isn't that exactly what... But again, those are two shows that are just kind of uh, enjoyable pop. James Spader, by the way, in The Blacklist is genius. That guy is so good as an actor. I love watching him. He is a, there is the bad guy that you can love to love, right? He is the anti-hero that you can love to love. Uh, but that's what's going on right now. Waiting for new ones to drop. The new Jack Ryan series is supposed to be coming soon. The new uh, Reacher series is supposed to be coming soon. So I'm looking forward to all those things as well. And, of course, um, I haven't finished The Walking Dead. I haven't finished Fear the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead yet. That's going to be my next thing because they've got brand new Walking Dead franchises coming out. Dead City, I think, is called. And other ones. Because that's just good old, clean, wholesome zombie fun. All right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what it's like. Okay. We got to go... Uh, we will see you guys on Tuesday. I hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have enjoyable. Spend some time with the fam. Enjoy yourself. Unwind. Relax. We will see you after the holiday. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, unintended consequences. I got to tell you, I read that book probably 20 years ago. I've still got a, I still got my copy of it. That book is, that book is amazing. It's Unintended Consequences by John Ross. And I think, I mean, this is how long ago, because I was able, actually, I read it. I, I got an interview with him. It was fascinating. The amount of history that's stuffed into that book, especially around guns in the United States, is amazing and then you top it off with a really good story but boy that is a thick read i mean the i had the hardcover and it's a good three and a half inches thick it's it's amazing if you oh the, the hard book is the hardback is four hundred dollars on amazon that's because it's out of print but yeah if you have not read unintended consequences by john ross that would be a book that i would love to narrate i would love to narrate that book interesting i have to work saturday off sunday and monday well chris i'm sorry that you don't get the full weekend but enjoy it all right guys well i suppose i should go to work and do some other stuff and get i should get ready for getting ready appreciate y'all coming out this was a fun show today i just 
I mean, I was relaxed with my hair down before we got started. And now I have less hair. So it is what it is. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. God bless you. Be kind. Love one another. Live well. We'll see you later. shed our terrestrial radio skin and now we are slimy lizard internet people it's the michael duke show